and he reminded him that the SHPO remained in place. Pembrokeshire's Remakeries Repair Cafes will begin again next month alongside a relaunch of the Remakery at the Feider Kastel Industrial Estate, Fishguard. Last year the Remakeries saved around 6 tonnes of goods from landfill and rescues around 62 items at its monthly repair cafes. This year the non-profit community organisation is focusing on repurposing and upcycling furniture which will be displayed in the new showroom opening on February the 8th. Bike renovation will remain a focus. Bikes are saved from landfill, repaired, fully serviced, cleaned and given a 21-point safety checklist before being sold at a very reasonable price. Other items are being repurposed into unique homewares. A great example of this is the bike part lamps made from unsalvageable bikes and currently in Newport's Café Punk. We want people to be able to buy the best quality that they can and have items that will last, said the remakeries Nicky Middleton-Jones. We want to encourage that by having a showroom and selling pieces that we remade and repaired. To get involved or for more information, contact the Remakery on remakerypembrokeshire at gmail.com, ring 01437 700 205 or pop into Unit 8, Fydra Kastet Business Park, Fishgar between 10am to 4pm, Tuesday to Saturday. International sports stars Jonathan Thomas of Wales Rugby Union and Nadia Lawrence, Wales Football, both former pupils of Pembroke School, recently opened the new 3G sports pitch at Uskol Harry Tudor, Henry Tudor School. Jonathan and Nadia were hosted by pupils and staff from the PE department and following a tour of the school were invited to conduct training sessions with pupils. Both commented on how fantastic the facilities were and what a great way to encourage sport in school. The 3G pitch is located on the Pembroke Learning Campus and will be co-used by Uskol Harry Tudor, Henry Tudor School and the Pembroke Leisure Services. Dog owners have been urged to check and return dog food found to contain salmonella. Happy Hounds is recalling certain types of frozen raw dog food urgently because of the safety fears. The unsafe products are frozen chicken and beef sleeve dog food, pack size 1 kilo, batch code 1205, best before September 3, 2020. Frozen chicken mince sleeve dog food, same pack size, same batch code, best before September 3, 2020. Frozen chicken mince dog food, pack size 2.5 kilos, a bag of four, batch code 1205, best before September 3, 2020. A Food Standards Agency spokesman said, if you have bought any of the above products, do not use them. Instead, return them to the store from where they were bought for a full refund. Point-of-sale notices will be displayed in all retail stores that are selling these products. These notices explain to customers why the products are being recalled and tell them what to do if they've bought the product. And finally, in sport, Narbuth Rugby Club's away clash with championship leaders Pontypool was due to be played on Saturday but is postponed. Meanwhile, Haverford West County AFC were away at STM Sports in the JD Cymru League South and they recorded a splendid 3-0 win which takes the Bluebirds to the top of the league with 47 points, two points ahead of Swansea University. And that's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas, on Pure West Radio. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. Pure West Radio weather.
Thank you very much to Kit Thomas and the news team. So the weather update for you for this afternoon. It'll be a few showers developing throughout the afternoon with temperatures slightly above the average for the time of year. Max temperatures of 10 degrees Celsius, though feeling a little bit cooler now as we go throughout the rest of the day, down to 8 to 7 degrees. Later tonight, it will be a dry start to the night with clear spells. However, it will be turning cloudy with scattered showers developing by midnight. Minimum temperatures of 1 degree Celsius, so do keep an eye out for frost if you're driving around tonight. Monday will be a breezy day to come with sunshine and scattered showers. Some of these could be heavy. This is Pure West Radio.
Welcome back, everyone. It is two o'clock here, just past two o'clock here in the studio. So welcome, everyone, to the Sunday Gaming Show. And to everyone who's watching on Facebook Live as well, welcome to the show. So I have Liam with me. Liam, uh, I think you can lean a bit more so you can see you there because you're chilling just off to the side. So I'm just going to adjust that camera just a tiny bit. That's better, because we have quite a few items lined up for us here. We've got uh, all these plastic models in front of us, and metal models, and resin models, and we're going to be talking about a new startup that's happening in Merlin's Bridge. So I'll let you take it away. Thank you very much. Well, thanks for having me on the, on the show. Um, well, first of all, um, my name's Liam. I'm the, the factory president of the Pembrokeshire Wargaming Club. Um, it's a new organisation that we're starting um, in Merlin's Bridge in Halford West in a couple of weeks' time. Um, and effectively, it's... Uh, utilizing these uh, little models that we have here on the table. Um, it's, a, it's a great hobby um, sort of to get involved with um, and obviously we're, we're very excited to sort of bring wargaming to the masses uh, in Pembrokeshire. Yeah, because uh, it's something that's been very special because usually this is a video gaming show so all people are asking, Stu, why on earth are you bringing this stuff onto uh, the table? What, where's the console? But the thing is there's a great significance to this hobby into where video gaming started off because were it not for this hobby as such we wouldn't really be where we are today in terms of gaming because this is where it all started absolutely it's um you know it's, it's draws inspiration from the, the cult classics in the 80s and, and and 90s you know alien um predator all these bits and pieces have all sort of found their way from you know some may say being inspired by warhammer in itself um but also they sort of touch off each other um and then they've, they've kind of expanded out into um most of the video game media yeah, because it's, it's funny, actually, because uh, this status has actually become video games themselves, because we actually have some music lined up in a few seconds from the Dawn of War uh, soundtrack, or from Dawn of War 2, because that was actually, it started off as this tabletop game, and then it went into becoming these video games. Now we're seeing it in media, we've seen stuff like the Lord Inquisitor, we've had the Hell Street series, which made a huge impact on YouTube, uh, then the actual guys behind this game, which have now announced their new series, if I recall, something to do with the Blood Angels. Indeed, they've even uh, lined up with Marvel um, to make comic books as well. Um, so, you know, it's, it's percolating to kind of every every form of media you could think of at the moment, considering it started as you know, a little British company in the, in the 80s. Um, it's made a sort of a, a worldwide reach, um, and it's it's something that I think everyone could, you know, it's worth having an idea about, and you know, perhaps coming along and getting a bit of a taster for it. Absolutely, yeah. Because so just just to give a basic idea for those, because some may have never seen this before, uh, what is this hobby? You know, what what exactly what exactly do we have in front of us here? So if you've ever played um, perhaps a game of Risk, um, you know, little models moving around a table, um, it's a little bit similar. It's it's a more complicated version of that. Um, effectively, you've you've got your units. Um, and they fight against your opponents, uh, basically in, in war games. Um, and it's all set off by dice that determine the roles um, of the outcomes, effectively. Um, so, you know, two players face off against each other in, in glorious combat, um, and basically, you know, have a have an evening of, of entertainment and, and strategy. I mean, I see, because the best thing is this well, because this is a hobby that involves dice, because with video games, we're used to RNG, or, mm. uh, as we know, random number generation, but this was really the very much the origins it's, of horrors of RNG. It is, it's, a, it's a manual RNG simulator. Uh, <laughs> very much. Because it's, it's well known for that. I mean, uh, when it comes to the fun with this game, you never have the same game twice. Uh, I think because I've been in this hobby for, ooh, 13 years now. It's hard to say. It's actually been that long, and I mean, mm. you've been in the hobby for about... Ooh, uh, since 2006. So, so yeah. longer than me, then. You actually yeah. are beyond me as a veteran. So, yeah, I, I bow to you, sir. <laughs> but you. Uh, it is, yeah, a great thing to see because what we're going to do is we're going to hop into uh, this music track now from uh, the Dawn of War 2 soundtrack. This is There Is Only War because this is what we have from is some Warhammer 40,000.
2000 models, and the tagline of this hobby, or at least the universe setting, is it is the 41st millennium and there is only war. Right, there we are. That was the There Is Only War opening soundtrack from the Dawn of War 2 official soundtrack, which is based on the little models we have in front of us here. Because for those of you just tuning in, welcome to the Sunday Gaming Show. I'm your host, always, Stuart Coombs, and I have Liam Bullcott with me in from Pembrokeshire War Gaming. So once again, Liam, thank you very much for spending some time to come with us today and bringing some of your many models, which I can't see beyond this screen, but I know they're there. And you can't miss them because one is massive. It is a, uh, I believe it's called an Imperial Knight. Yeah, it's a... Uh, and for those who are wondering, what is the scale of these things? Uh, that knight, if it was uh, walking around, it'd be about the height of... Uh, if you're in Half West, you know the Iceland uh, stop, shop is basically the top of that. It is one heck of a massive model. It so, absolutely is, yeah. Um, you know, the, the various scales down from sort of humanoid um, upwards. Um, and obviously, as, a, as you say here, I've got the, the Imperial Knight, which in itself is a, is a god engine um, of the Imperium of Man. Um, you know, it's... 
it's a, it's a it's a walking monument to sort of human ingenuity. Um, but they all start off as, as grey plastic, effectively. Um, if you've ever seen an Airfix kit, um, they're very similar to those you buy them in a box, um, you know, all the potential in the world, and then put it together as, as a creative outlet of the hobby. Yeah, I mean, because it's something that, uh, you know, because when this hobby started many, many years ago, mm. it was basically, it spun off from Dungeons and & Dragons, mm. and then it had its own little models. Then Games Workshop, who were the guys behind, decided, we're going to make our own models, we're going to make our own stuff, and they developed, uh, it was Warhammer Fantasy first of all, which uh, for those who may not be aware was, uh, basically imagine Lord of the Rings on the tabletop, but with some very interesting, very British additions to the lore and the Absolutely, background. Absolutely, yeah Orcs and Elves and, and all sorts of spooky skeletons that would, would come in um, you know, it started off as a little pewter um, models, think sort of a little bit like your old Monopoly set Yeah. Um, and then obviously they were pioneers um, into the, the first plastic kits um, Yes they were in fact, because mm-hmm. it's funny because uh, some of the models we actually have here, I've got uh, one, with, if you see in the camera on my hand here, this model is actually made of metal. This model is actually older than probably some of the listeners, because uh, I think this is from 1992-93. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting seeing the difference, because that's the big thing about this hobby. It's not just the wargaming side of it, it's also the modelling side, because as mentioned, these parts, you know, the, these models haven't come in out of the box. You mentioned they are multi-parts, and you can make them as you like. I mean, you keep to certain instructions, but you can do whatever you want with these miniatures. And that's a big part of the hobby, why I love it, and why it's a lot of fun playing this game. Because, you know, there's a lot of stuff you see on the table yeah. you've never seen before. It is, and everyone can personalise their army to, to look exactly at how they want it to. So on the on the battlefields, you'll never see two factions that look the same. Um, obviously, you can spend as much time as you want making it exactly how you want it to do. Tweak, you know, use bits from other kits, and, and basically just creative... You know, it's, it's a, a massive creative outlet. Um, effectively, you can do whatever you want, especially if you're not particularly into the gaming side of it and just are looking for maybe a, a relaxing hobby or just want to express your creative side. Um, it's it's absolutely the, the best way to, to go about it. Yeah, because it's, it's surprising, actually... Um how much of creativity goes because uh, for those who may be interested into this hobby there's many outlets online uh, mm-hmm. they have forums there are reddit pages mm-hmm. there are uh, Facebook groups which are always very active and you just see some of the models people create are just stunning mm. with the stuff they're doing it can be quite daunting at times when you look at the, how on earth can I reach this point but I can assure you when I started some of my miniatures were not the best, but since they've improved a lot over time, because yeah. it's a great thing about hobby, it's you know, it's why I wanted to bring in to explain just what are the benefits of being in Pepsi War Game or doing wargaming as well, and mm. what does happen. Of course, I mean, uh, as you say, there's, there are worldwide competitions for for um, painting and, and sort of making miniatures look as good as they can. But obviously, if you want to start somewhere, then obviously Pepsi War Game as a group is going to be that place for you. There are not only hundreds of assets out there on the internet at the moment. Uh, Games Workshop, the, obviously the creator of these miniatures, um, have got amazing tutorials and guides. Um, but it's also just a, a social and creative place to come along, meet like-minded people and, and just, you know, maybe grow as a person, use it as a, as a way of just relaxing or just basically sort of growing it as a, as a community group. Yeah, because it's it's very it's surprising so much because a lot of people think of the jokes you know think mm. board gaming they think we are people who stay in our basement mm. same with video gamers but the reality is we actually are a really social bunch when it comes to playing these war games because it's not like we're playing it uh, at a party you know we're basically the distance you mm. are from me mm. on a table about as big as the table we're uh, sitting on right now with our many miniatures um, absolutely it's a, just yeah mad I mean I've met people now who've come from New Zealand mm. who played this hobby and they actually uh, met up with them for the first time uh, a couple of months ago because mm. that's the significance 
of just the social aspect of what we do. It is. I mean, at the moment, as we speak, uh, the Las Vegas Open is currently happening over in America, um, obviously uh, in Las Vegas itself, and that is the the biggest wargaming uh, collection in the world. As th- literally a th- thousands of people have come together um, to play with their little plastic men um, against against each other in in not not only a competitive sense, but also just a way of meeting other people and playing a game that everybody loves and enjoys um and it's honestly the the biggest gathering that's that's ever happened in the world yeah because i mean because uh, you and i've been to have you been to games days previously i have indeed yeah. so so he and i've so for the games days these are basically like the conventions of this mm. so i talk about uh, e3 for video games or uh, egx and cex yep. and all the other ones this is basically and it's great there are people you've never met before but you can immediately just hit it off straight away and you've got used to because uh, a lot of people have used the hobby as a chance to be social and mm. learn you know social interact a little bit better than what they've done before because a lot of people have been very shy coming into this hobby i mean i've known many people who've you know never said boo to a goose and mm. suddenly after three years of playing with us they're very confident it is because it gives everyone that shared interest and especially in in perhaps the the people who may find this as a better social outlet um i know myself include when i was a lot younger um, I, I hate going and meeting new people, but having a, a shared interest, um, sort of like a Warhammer group or a community like like we're hoping to sort of build up, just gives people that you know that allowance to be able to go up and talk to someone about something they know they're they're genuinely interested in, uh, and then obviously you can grow as as a person from there and just have you know make new friends, move on to other hobbies or side hobbies that are related to, and it's it's overall just you know a good place to be. Absolutely. So we're going to hop into some fresh music now. So again, from the Warhammer soundtracks, which is from Dawn of War 2. Again, this is going to be uh, Primarch's Honor from Dawn of War 2. Then we're going to be followed by Go to the Light from Murder by Death. So I'll be back with you very, very shortly. Trust me, the song may sound bad, but it's not that scary. I Believe me, it's not the worst. So I'll be back with you in a few moments. Don't be going anywhere. Do you live in Pembrokeshire? Are you a working parent? Do you have a three or four year old child? If so, you could be eligible for up to 30 hours a week of government funded early education and childcare as part of the childcare offer for Wales and available to all eligible working parents throughout the county from April 2019. To learn more and to register, contact Pembrokeshire County Council on 01437 764 or visit pembrokeshire.gov.uk forward slash childcare hyphen offer. Ydych chi'n byw yn Sir Benfro? Ydych chi'n riant sy'n gweithio? Oes gennych chi blentyn tair neu bedair oed? Os felly, gallech fod yn gymwys am hyd at 30 awr rwythnos o addysg gynnar a gofal plant a rhiennu'r gan y llywodraeth fel rhan o'r cynnig gofal plant i Gymru ac sydd ar gael i bob riant sy'n cymwys a gweithio ledled y sir o Fisebryll 2019. I ddysgu mwy ac i gofrestru, cysylltwch â Cyngor Sir Benfro ar 01437-764551 neu ewch i sir-benfro.gov.uk West Wales Karting, the ultimate indoor karting experience. Enjoy safe, competitive racing for all the family at Pembrokeshire's only NKA certified track. Booking in advance is not essential. We offer an arrive and drive option. Not a racer? We've got you covered. Enjoy a large selection of cold and hot drinks, as well as delicious pizza in the indoor viewing area. For more details and a list of current events, visit us on Facebook or call 01437 Ho <laughs> Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, 
Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Farm Ice Cream are the proud sponsors of the Sunday Lunch Guide on Pure West Radio. Have you seen that change for life? It's about the little changes we can all make to be healthier. They're simple things like learning to watch the salt. You see, salt's really crafty. It hides in food you'd never expect, like cereals, bread and ready meals. It soon adds up and can increase our blood pressure, which can lead to heart disease or a stroke. That's why it's really important for us to cut down. Just check the labels. It's easy to be food smart. For more ideas to help you and your family watch the salt, search Change for Life online. You probably think you're pretty good at multitasking behind the wheel. I mean, you have to multitask to drive. So what's wrong with checking your phone? The thing is, your brain simply doesn't work. Even a quick look at the for quick reply affects your concentration and makes you less able to react to hazards. If you use a mobile phone while driving, you're four times more likely to crash. Think. Put your phone away. Download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. Pure West Radio.
Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, Pure West Radio. A lonesome star in a bitter sky. I hear the hungry ghosts calling out in the night. Just a couple victims of this brutal prize. Am I strong enough to let things just die? I find, I find Just to keep the spark alive But if there's nothing on the other side Why can't I leave well enough alone and go to the light? shadowy hand turns the pain a dark theater across the stage teeth like a comb scrape against the sky feeling alone in a then so that there was go to the light from murder by death made famous from the forsaken trailer for destiny 2 a short while back so welcome back everyone to the sunday gaming show it is great to be here and we still have liam here with us from pembershire wargaming so we've been live on feed for quite some time so if you are still tuning in please do give us a like say hello let us know you're tuning in and uh, yeah so we talk now about we 
talk about the aspects of the hobby, the positives, but the bigger question is, how do we get into the hobby? You know, when it comes to this new game club, if someone's interested, they may have never played this before, they don't have any models, what do they do? Absolutely. Well, um, as, as we said before, there's there's a few different ways to get involved these days. Um, it's no longer having to sort of find a, a random club of, of, of strangers and tag along and, and see what's going on. Uh, Games Workshop um, are very good at um, introducing new players into the actual hobby. Um, so whether you want to turn up to one of their shops, um, closest one to us would be Kamarthen. Um, sort of go in, say hi to Mike. Uh, he's a friend of a uh, friend of ours, and and just ask to to maybe be introduced into the hobby. You'll get a free uh, a free little miniature, a chance to paint and maybe play a few taster games. Um, alternatively, feel free to come down to us. Uh, we're we're starting on the sixth of February um, at half past seven in the Merlin's Bridge Community Hall. And we'll be doing a couple of taster games there as well. Feel free to borrow a few of our miniatures and we'll show you exactly how to play um, and how to put maybe some miniatures together. Um, there's also you know various media as well. Check out maybe uh, Facebook or just generally on the internet. Um, there are loads of new resources and guides showing exactly how to maybe paint, paint, assemble, um, and even the, the Conquest magazine, um, which is a, basically a subscription-based way to, to sort of Build your armies one step at a time, filled with um, you know really useful hobby advice, painting, assembling, you know basically everything you could need to get started in the hobby itself. Absolutely, yeah, because because uh, the conquest magazines have been out for quite some time. Because mm. um, the the one forty thousand like the ones we have here, that's mm. been going for about two years, I think. But they have started the new Age of Sigma because mm. uh, there's two parts to Games Workshop which are well known. They have Warhammer 40,000, which you have here, but the original was Fancy Battle, which has now become Age of Sigma, and that's now started. So if you want to try and grab that, you can grab that in most independent um, bookstore stockists at the moment because mm. uh, that's where I get mine. So if people want to get in the hobby, it's not too expensive. I think it's $7.99 for a magazine. It comes with a stack of models or paints or yeah. paintbrushes, and you can really just get into the hobby on a very short-time basis. And then I imagine then with Pembroke Wargaming, other people are doing the same. You can then test out your models against uh, other players and enjoy the the game absolutely um as i say you know it depends on, on what your interests are warhammer 40,000 is as it says set in the year 40,000 so it's a futuristic space sci-fi kind of uh, kind of game whereas uh, age of sigma is is your typical fantasy sort of elves orcs goblins that sort of thing so that you know it, it depends on what your interests are but really the the fundamentals all come down to the same in terms of Sort of how the games played with dice, painting, and being creative, and, and generally just being a you know sociable hobby altogether. Yeah, so uh, we've actually got something very special lineup. We're going to have one more track, then we're actually going to do something a first with Parish uh, Radio. We're going to be uh, bringing in uh, a war game live on Pure West Radio. So I can't think of any, I don't think this has ever happened in any other station. We're actually going to do uh, a mini war game live uh, with some So we've got uh, some images lined up here. I've got my Space Marines, as they're known, and then we have your Drukari, I think they're called these days, or Dark Elves, basically. Much, yeah. So they are basically sadistic Dark Elves, whilst I have some honourable uh, good, good guys. Pillars uh, of the Imperium of Man. Yes, yeah, so uh, we're going to run this through so you can see how the hobby goes through. And a message is all from Jess Ray and go, Liam, we love you, apparently, from Jess. So, uh, <laughs> Jess. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll give a so, hey, Hi, Jess, thank you very much for tuning in. Much appreciated. So we're going to hop into that track now. So we'll be back with you in a few months. It's going to be a bit of Beneath Your Beautiful from Labyrinth. And then we shall roll this through, quite literally, and you'll find out why very shortly. Tell all the boys no Makes you feel good Yeah I know you're out of my league 
But that won't scare me away, oh no You've carried on so long You couldn't stop if you tried You've built your wall so high That no one could climb it But I'm gonna try Would you let me See beneath your beautiful Would you let me See beneath your perfect Take it off now girl Take it off now girl I wanna see inside Would you let me See beneath your beautiful Fresh New Salon, situated in the amazing S7 Fitness Facility, Withybush, Haverford West. With a wide variety of treatments available, they understand the importance of feeling and looking your best. Whether you want a complete makeover, a new hairstyle, or just to feel refreshed and pampered, they have the treatment for you. Opia is not just for ladies. 
They offer a full barbered service from cuts and trims to full beard reshaping. Call the team on 01437 616 161 or visit us at opiahairandbeauty.com for further information or to book an appointment. All right, and welcome back, everyone. We are here once again. We're going to do a Pembrokeshire first here. I don't think I've ever seen this be- done before, apart from on some podcasts. We're actually going to simulate uh, this hobby live with a little bit of a war game. So uh, if you're watching the video right now, uh, on if you ha- aren't watching the video, head to the Facebook page. You can see it live there. You can see the camera. So right here, you can see my hand. Uh, these are my boys that I've been collecting for about 10 to 15 years. Uh, these are Space Marines, uh, which are in bright purple with some very cool guns, whilst Liam here has his evil Dark Eldar, or Dark Elves, or Drukari, as they're called these Absolutely, days. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, we're going to run through how the hobby works, uh, just so you can get an idea, because a lot of people think, you know, oh, how many rules, how difficult is this? Because a lot of people think, you know, these are surprisingly complicated uh, games, but it's actually, they've streamlined the game so much recently, it's actually very easy to pick up. It is indeed. I mean, they've, they've broken it down to a, about a, a four-page document now, um, so, you know, you can pick it up and, and learn it in about an afternoon and get yourself, you know, rolling dice and, and killing baddies. Absolutely. So we're actually going to start that off. So uh, the way it works is we have these lovely things here, here, dice. Now, the original r- random number generators, which are infamous for many reasons over the years when it comes to uh, good rolls, bad rolls, absolutely hilarious rolls over the years. And so, to start off, we need to decide who goes first, absolutely. if I remember correctly. So we have a little roll-off, and, you know, winner goes first. So. Okay, so if I use the black, you use the orange. Yeah, yeah there we are. So, uh, looks like he's got a five there, so I need a six or more. And I get a three, which means that uh, Liam will be going Initiatives first. Initiatives to the uh, the Dark Elder, you know, always think of themselves superior. Um, so effectively, the, the first stage of any uh, any game is is the movement. Um, so effectively, you, we, you know, every unit has got a, a determined movement value. Um, it's all done in inches. Um, and effectively, using a tape measure, we just move our, our guys around. So we'll say we'll move a few inches over here. Um, obviously, there's no terrain, unfortunately. So it's just kind of closing the gap more than anything else get in range of all our weapons um, and then that's that's our bit of movement done so uh, obviously this can be done uh, to you know move tactically around terrain to capture objectives um, or just to you know get up a bit of a you know close in and, and make your your most potent weapons um, in range or in some cases run away absolutely you can also you know there's a tactical withdrawal as you really want to put it <laughs> um, so obviously you know now we've done a bit of movement um, we can then move on to the next phase, which in this case would be a bit of shooting. Ah, um, yes, the, my, my favourite part. Absolutely. Uh, as, as I think it was coined by one friend of mine, shooty, shooty, kiddie death, uh, as he used to call it. I thought it didn't help him much with dice rolls. So uh, for those wondering uh, with this part here, so we're setting out the dice just so we know um, what weapons are which, because uh, I imagine you have a variety of weapons to play with. Yeah, with your so, guys. absolutely. So these are, are basically your, your normal troopers. Um, so they've got their effectively just their rifles kicking about. Um, we've got one special weapon in there, but we'll do that at the end. Okay. Um, so what we'll do is we've got one, two, three, four, five, six shots initially. Um, so everyone hits with a, a degree of accuracy. So in this case, we'll be hitting on threes against your Space Marines. So we'll see what happens on that one. There That's we are. not looking good for me. That's only, only just the one. There we are. So we've managed to, to hit, you know, our, our, our elves are particularly accurate today. So they've managed to hit now. And now we see if the projectiles actually do a bit of damage. Um, so so see if they pierce the armor. Absolutely. Anything. So... What so do we need? Needing fours, uh, because we've got poisoned weapons. That's uh, so a special special rule of the actual Dark Elves themselves. There we are. So we've managed to turn two of those 
into wounds. So effectively, that's we've managed to hit, we've managed to pierce the armor, um, and you know now we're going to see if the the armor itself will hold up or if we manage to take a few casualties. All right, so I've got two dice here. These are going to be the ones to decide if they survive. I need three or more due to the army quite strong of these boys mm. because they're basically walking tanks. So let's see if my dice rolls continue. It's going to be... Wow, I actually managed to do well because uh, I'm quite infamous for having bad rolls over the years. There we are. Well, so that's how our light arms uh, finished up. And now we'll try again with our, something called a blaster, which in itself is an anti-tank weapon. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping we'll have a little bit more success uh, taking down one of your space marines here. So same same process again. Roll to hit. Managed to hit. Wounding Honor 2 this time uh, because it's a, basically a stronger weapon. Um, so it can, it can do a lot more damage a if lot it more damage. gets through. Yeah, so it's a low volume, high strength weapon. So effectively it's uh, not a huge number of shots, but can get definitely get the job done. So there we are. So Honor 6, we hit that. Okay. Fortunately for you, I'm afraid you don't get any armor save against no, that. So uh, no. So I have one very dead marine. Absolutely. So this guy is uh, plonked dead because... It is. It's, it's a big thing with these. There's so many different weapons in mm. these games because a lot of people think you know very basic. But the fun part is just choosing weapons you can make make these yeah. miniatures with. Because yeah. I look forward to using some of my weapons in a few moments. Absolutely. Actually, yeah. So obviously you've got different units that do different abilities, different weapons. Um, you know, assault orientated. Uh, you know, got tanks and things that we've got as a selection over here. I might showcase a little bit later. Um, but yeah, again, it's it. You know. Part of the, the hobby is collecting not only what you like, but also what you want to put together in an army that complements each other quite well. Okay, so uh, anything else uh, in your phase at all? You in this case, I, normally uh, we'd move into the charge phase, but I think as my uh, my chaps are particularly squishy, um, I think I'm going <laughs> to stay away from them at the moment and perhaps just uh, just take a, a bit of a withering hail of fire, unfortunately. All right then, so uh, so this would be the end of Liam's turn, because yeah. uh, the way this hobby is played is a turn-based warfare, so it's not like uh, real-time strategy games where everything's happening all at once. This is one where... It's uh, player's turn, then your turn, and back and forth and back and forth. So this will be moved to me now. So I'm going to take a quick check because I don't need to take a leadership check, which is basically if my guys have been terrified, I'm going to run away. So instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with the movement phase, mm -hmm. and I'm going to move my boys a little bit closer because these guys can walk about six inches. It's nice. This is a British company. We use imperial measurements. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, uh, so, so I'm actually going to use the camera here so I can see my miniatures because I've got a screen for So I think I've actually done this through a remote uh, one before but yeah it's great you know, a live game in, in Pembrokeshire so I'm just going to move these guys not all the way I'm going to get close enough so I can greet you and move those in because it's always the thing it's it's great knowing this because it's all about strategy as well knowing how to move your miniatures when to move them without knocking them over like I'm very infamous for doing and so I've uh, got them all set up we're now going to go into uh, the second phase the shooting phase so I'm going to start with because uh, I've got four guns to choose from there because uh, since you killed my other guy so what we're going to have is uh, we're going to start with the uh, the standard gun of the space marine, which is this guy here. He's got a bolt gun. Uh, so for those who are not into the hobby, this is a gun that basically fires a grenade at you and then explodes on impact. Pretty much a, walk a tiny uh, rocket launcher, effectively. Yeah. So. And uh, to get an idea on the scale of this thing, uh, if we actually had a bolt round, I think, in universe, it would probably be about... Uh, probably about the size of the clump of the miniatures that are currently on the table. They're, they're pretty large. So what we're going to do is we're going to roll for that first. Now, my guys are pretty accurate as well, so they hit on a three. Yep. And so he's going to roll a three and see what do we get. He actually hits. And then we'll see if he wounds, because he wounds on a... Yeah, it'll be number three today. Number three, yep. because unfortunately, yeah, your guys are quite squishy. They're they very fast, indeed. but very squishy indeed. So let's see what we get. 
it's uh, a four there, so that oh, is okay. one wound to be made. Super duper. So then what we'll do is that obviously my guys are, aren't quite wearing a full suit of tank armour today, so we need uh, fives to try and uh, reflect that, that projectile. And he does. He actually does reflect it. Well done. Right then. So next we're going to move on to this guy here. Now this guy has a backpack on him because he has a dirty E, an even bigger version of a bolt gun, which is called the Heavy Bolter, which fires very, very big uh, weapons at you. And so uh, he has three shots, but the thing is he moved. He moved, so so he'll he'll take a minus one to hit um, to simulate basically moving with a, a heavy weapon. Yeah, because unfortunately, uh, despite as good as these guys are, they can't exactly walk forwards and be very accurate at the same time, whilst yeah. also getting shot at. Yeah, I mean, it, it tries to, to be realistic to a degree, so it would take modifiers and sort of cover as well. Yeah. Um, but obviously, it's it's still a game, um, so you don't want to make it too complicated. But the odd minus one, you know, for maybe moving a, a big lumbering piece of kit, uh, making it basically just simulating that the shot's a little bit harder to make. Okay, so for this time I need fours to hit. Uh, so I've got three lovely dice here that are going to hopefully do some damage, so we'll see what happens. And I've got one hit, so uh, he's uh, wounding on twos on this one? Cause uh, strength, but it'd be f- still threes. Still on three, still threes, so uh, I try my best to try and get away with it, but we'll see what happens. So does he cause a wound? He uh, does not. He does not. So, uh, yeah, my dice rolls are still as infamous as ever. Absolutely, I think we, we call that in the trade a whiff. Uh, yes. So I think we've... Uh, yeah, and it, it, this is an infamous thing. It, it'd be great when I go to the Pembroke Wargaming then on the on that Tuesday at seven thirty because you can actually see just how bad my luck is. <laughs> so uh, we have two more weapons left to go now. Now these are quite fun. This is basically these two guys have the essentially a mini sun in their hands. These are called plasma guns. Now the thing is, these are infamous for getting hot. Yeah. Uh, so what happens is if I choose to make an extra powerful shot, they could blow up in their hands and proceed to uh, take out their own players. Now, I'm gonna actually going to roll this, because why not? Let's see what happens. So I'm going to get hot. First of all, with this guy here, he has a little pistol, so he's yep. going to fire one. So I see I need anything but a one. Anything but a one. It's oh, a two. It's a two, so it doesn't quite hit, but at least it doesn't explode in his face. Okay, but this guy has uh, two shots, because he has a rifle. And so let's see if he rolls a one as well. He does! <laughs> He misses and he kills. He misses himself. and he Fantastic. kills. Now, well, it's, is, good, it's good to know that, as you say, your your poor luck is is true to form, uh, <laughs> live on air live as on well. Air. <laughs> so uh, let's see if it, this guy blows himself up. He needs uh, anything but a third, one or two. He does. He survives. So he's got very very hot hands right now. Absolutely, a bit but uh, yeah, it's not looking too good. So that concludes my shooting phase. So I managed to get one wound on you. <laughs> let's see if I actually get someone out. There we are. Um, so. Are you going to charge me with your chaps now, especially uh, with this uh, very large chainsaw that's sat around now? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's the thing with these. It's The fun part is when it gets to the next phase, or my free call it Choppy Choppy Kitty Death. So we're going to see if my guys, uh, despite being shot at and shooting at them, can get close and have a cuddle and uh, with, you know, a, a nice cutch with a few blades and swords. Absolutely. So, so first of all, we'll, uh, we'll just do a little bit of Overwatch. Um, so effectively, this is um, shooting at, at your attackers as they come at you. Um, obviously, the... This is quite a, a shocking development, I'm sure. So they'd only be hitting on sixes, basically, to uh, to, to show that they're uh, sort of taken ba- taken aback um, in the charge. So we'll take a take a few dice and see if we can get a few pot shots at them um, as they come and charge us in the first instance. There we are. So we get one hit. So same same deal as before. See if it wounds. 
nothing there. So we'll see, uh, see if your Marines can, can get into combat. I All imagine right, so at this distance they'll probably... Uh, it's two dice fire a call. Absolutely. So basically, this uh, basically guys trying to run in, but they could trip on their shoelaces. They could get caught in some terrain or yep. any variety of reasons you can have in the game. And we're going to see actually if uh, we have managed to get in. So uh, also to Luca, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we're going to see what happens now as I get these two in. Can they get close? Anything but two ones. That's more like it. Yeah, I think, I think they, they are getting close. So these guys are going to get nice and close. We're going to have a quiet word with you lots and uh, have a discussion about killing one of my friends. Understandable, so I can imagine. There we are, so we'll just pile in there. So uh, obviously the, the main... Uh, main close combat weapon that you'll have here is effectively a sword that's also a chainsaw. Yes, uh, sir. So that's one of the iconic weapons kind of of the franchises. It's what we call a chainsword. Uh, perhaps not the most novel name, but it definitely gets the point across. I mean, you can get chain axes as well, which are quite fun, but uh, I got a bit chainsaws. They've just been the mainstay for some. They are the epitome of cool. So uh, he's going to make his first attacks because he is in charge of the squad because he's the sergeant. Yep. And let's see, so he gets uh, three attacks, I believe. So we're going to see, does he get these three lovely dice? Well, I hit, I need threes to hit you, because right. he's pretty decent at hitting. Yeah. All three hits, that's Much more, more like, like it. it. Yeah. Now, let's see, does the chainsaw cut through the armour? Threes again. Threes again. So this is when using my dice rolls tend to fall apart. Yes, they do. <laughs> well, at least you managed to translate one, so we'll do the same again. Uh, see if the armour manages to stop those whirring teeth. Oh, and unfortunately, not quite as successful as last time. So that is, in fact, a casualty inflicted by the Space Marines. Okay, hooray. So next, we're going to move on to the other three guys. Mm -hmm. uh, now, these guys, Two attacks each. They, they basically uh, have charged. They have a bonus attack. And they are basically going to get nice and close. They're going to kind of butt them with their with their bolt guns. They're going to use Combat knives, knives if they have them. Got, yeah. They're basically punt, you know, just just get real nice and close. So I have my six dice here. We're going to roll those in. I need threes again to see what we get. And uh, as you can see, it's my quite a few decent rolls, but not much as I needed. And then I need threes again to cause some damage. Of which case, I've actually caused three wounds. So you need to make three saves of five or more. Absolutely. There we are. Let's give this a go. So not a single, not a sausage, not a single save. Um, so that's unfortunately three more dead elves. So yeah, I've actually that's actually quite good. I think it's actually some nice luck for once. So. We will uh, see what happens next now. So uh, we've killed how many of your boys there? There's a four, four or dead altogether. So we've got three left. Um, so we'll start with the effectively the sergeant in the squad. Okay. Um, obviously, um, although in this one we do in fact have something called a power sword, um, which effectively is a, an energized weapon uh, that can cut through armor. Yes. So we'll have to see if uh, that's a little bit more effective at taking down a couple of your chaps. So two attacks hitting on threes. That's it. One hit. Uh, unfortunately, they're not quite as strong as Space Marines, so we'll be needing fives and sixes to do any damage. And unfortunately, a one, that's a way. So it's a, it's a classic, classic. Anything dice roll. but a one. Yeah, Absolutely. it's a yeah. The, the, there's there is so many th stories of bad dice rolls with getting uh, very low numbers, mm. and I think that's the Sergeant. You got yeah. one more left. Two more little guys. See if they can uh, do a little bit of damage. So a bit of success on there. So two hits followed by. Oh, the tension. Just, just the one. So All right, so one, let's see. Uh, I've got my one dice here. Will he survive? 
So roll that through. It's going to be... Yes, he does. He just plinks off the armour. He looks at him uh, rather disgruntled and he's going to give him what for in the next phase. Absolutely. There we are. And that, ends, that signals the, the end of the, the fight phase. So now we're on to leadership. Yep. Um, so obviously this is just to see uh, if the, the, the will of the, uh, of the combatants will, will stand still. Obviously they've taken a few losses. Um, so they're probably going to be a, a little bit anxious um, about continuing the fight. So effectively we just to see if they run away. Um, so because we've, we've lost four... Uh, four of our sort of com com comrades there. We want to uh, basically take a minus four modifier, so we'll see what happens. And it's a two. So luckily we stay in combat, haven't quite broken their nerve yet, um, but basically that moves on to, to the next turn. Okay, so uh, it'll be your turn next, if I recall, so we'll, we'll, let's see what happens. Absolutely. So effectively what we're going to do is we'll, we can fall back out of combat, um, basically do a little bit of a move here, run away, um, but unfortunately it does mean that we can't shoot because effectively we're... Uh, our backs are to the enemy. Yeah, running away. Uh, we're like having the a bit of a run away, pretty much. <laughs> right then, so uh, and there'll be no shooting, no anything. No so it'll be straight into my turn. So let's yeah. see, can we end this before the news? So uh, let's see what happens. So uh, my guys are going to get closer because they're like, how dare you run away from us? So uh, the oh. usual movement phase comes into play. So as you can see, it's, it's quite a simple game in terms of just the, the this is the bread and butter mm. of playing a game. It's basically you move, you shoot, you fight, and then move on. Uh, it's, it's nice and easy to do. So these guys, if I just do this here, I'm going to have to use my uh, camera once again to bring them I'll closer. Give you, a, give you a hand to move your uh, your little chaps along. There we are. As you know, as, as you say, there's a there's a lot of extra rules. Um, sort of each faction's got its own special rules, but these are the, the kind of the basics, and and you know we'll get you through most of the game. Yeah, because uh, I mean, it's even just playing with uh, you know five miniatures, and you went what ten. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun, even then. Just so, you know, seeing that small could still be you don't know what's going to happen. Mm. So we're going to get into that shooting phase now, and it's going to be uh, popping through, and it's going to feature a little bit of the. We're going to go for the hot guns first, I think. We're going to see if they okay. blow themselves up. So I'm being wise. I have two different dice here. Uh, Got the orange one for the sergeant with the little pistol. These are from the other guy. So I'm going to roll and see if I get ones again, because I'm going to overcharge once more. So anything but a one. Oh, we have a one. Excellent. And two hits. So let's see, does he blow himself up? He does not, but he does get two hits. So I need... I'm thinking twos to wound because yeah. I'm firing a little sun at their, uh, their backs in this case. Mm. So let's see if I cook them uh, through. Uh, that's a five out of four. So, yeah, so that's two more of my chaps again because uh, their armor is no match for effectively what is a, a incredibly hot little bolt of plasma burning through the air. So. Yeah. So uh, what's left now is uh, some uh, smoking boots on the table there. More so or less, yeah. we're gonna move on now to the heavy weapon. So he's gonna fire three once again. He's run, so mm -hmm. he can't shoot very accurately. So I need a four. So I've got these three here, and that is two, two hits, hits. Yeah. needing threes. Threes to wound. That is one wound. There we are, and uh, we'll take another another armor save. See if we're able to reflect that round. Uh, it has got a modifier, so we'll be needing a six on this one. Ow. That is a one. That is unfortunately, the absolute opposite of what we needed. So that is the entire squad, unfortunately, purged from existence by the Space Marines. There we are, and that is uh, yeah, that's it. That's how you uh, play Warhammer Forty Thousand or most tabletop war games. So yeah. yeah, that was quite fun. I've actually that's the first win I've had in a couple <laughs> of years actually. So that's I'm quite nice. But so, yeah, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to hop into the news now. Back in the very, very short. We're just going to 